my friends. It's Marissa and you are listening to From Boise. Happy 2024. Something about this year starting on a Monday feels like extremely organized or something. I don't know, but I like it. I'm feeling good about it and I'm ready for it to be a new year and a new chapter. Um, This last year was a big year for From Boise and for me personally. Then over the last few like months and especially weeks, I've been doing a lot of thinking about From Boise and just kind of like processing where I'm at and what this journey has been since I started it in 2021. So today's episode is, and like newsletter story is, I'm just going to share some of that. It's different obviously than my usual episodes and it feels really weird (laughs) and like kind of scary. I feel like um, very vulnerable. (laughs) Like I feel like I'm naked in front of a crowd, you know, like that feeling. Um, But you're my people and I want to be honest with you. So um, I like hearing about other people's businesses. So maybe you will too. Here, Here we go. So uh, 2023, in many ways, it was from Boise's most successful year. Um, It was the first time I've ever actually made any money (laughs) from doing this, which I don't know. Some people are surprised by that, but you know, like a free newsletter and podcast isn't necessarily a huge moneymaker. It can be, but it's not yet. So that was exciting though. I actually made money from this. Um, It's also the first time that like more than really just me and like other kind of one-off random people have been involved in it. So it's been the first time that there was actually like a team working on this, which I will get to in a little bit. It was also like definitely the most challenging and confusing year for me. So uh Nathan Barry, who is my business partner in this, we started from Boise in January of 2021. I sent the first newsletter on March 30th, 2021. So we started working on it in January, just, you know, getting things set up. And it was really just like a passion project. Um, it was very much a like, let's see where this goes kind of thing. I mean, January of 2021 was a weird time. There was like not a lot of things going on, a bunch of businesses closed, a bunch of businesses opened. It was just weird, right? So Nathan had this vision to start a local newsletter about Boise with the basic framework of like a story on Tuesdays and a list of curated events on Thursdays. That was the idea. And I was like, cool, that sounds great. And I took it and ran with it. So that first year, I had no idea what From Boise was or really even what it could be. I wasn't even thinking about that. I didn't really care. I only wanted to write about Boise in my own way. And I was also very much focused on like the freedom and the fun that it was bringing into my life. Up until then, I had been freelance writing and doing freelance PR since 2018. And I was writing like a lot of websites and press releases and stuff, which was great. But this is what I like to write about. So I was just really excited to have a new project, a new outlet. So in that first year from Boise grew from like zero to 10,000 subscribers, which is insane. I still can't believe that. Um, It was a number that I could have never imagined. It was also a number that I had to like disassociate from because it freaked me out. It still kind of freaks me out how many people 
this goes out to. <laughs> but I just couldn't believe that it grew to 10,000 subscribers. Um, that first year, it made no money. I think that like in total, it made like $300, but obviously it cost more than that to have it like exist. So it made no money. Um, but despite that, like I realized that there was obviously something about it that people liked. I mean, if 10,000 people were reading it, there was something there, there was something that they were finding value in and I was enjoying it. So I kept going. Year two, which was 2022, was like a year of maintenance. I was honestly just trying to keep up. You know, when this first started in 2021, I like didn't have a lot of freelance work. So I was like a thing to fill my time. But then by 2022, like all of my other jobs had picked back up. So I was just keeping up. I was trying to keep up with the twice a week cadence of the newsletter. I was also just figuring out how does a free newsletter make any sort of money. (laughs) And then, like I said, I was also balancing like a full-time freelance job, um, which means multiple clients, multiple different things I was working on, you know. Um, Also in 2022, I got married and we bought a fixer-upper house. So we had those things going on. And for most of 22, I just felt like I was just trying to keep up, trying to like be present and be grateful and enjoy all these amazing things that were happening in my life. And from Boise continued to grow. We doubled that. Like we ended the year with over 20,000 subscribers. And so I was just like trying to keep up with the pace of all of those things. And I, it was like an amazing year, but I ended the year feeling very tired and overwhelmed and like not knowing what to do about it. But obviously something needed to change, you know? So at the start of 2023, I had this realization and I had to have like a conversation with myself that like the way that I was working was not working for me. It was not sustainable. I was working like every single day, like on the weekends and at night and I wasn't going camping. I wasn't going hiking, which are things that I like actually need in order to function. (laughs) And I wasn't hanging out with my friends. Like I wasn't going to any of the events that I tell you about. It was just, I wasn't doing anything but working. And even though I was working all the time, I was just like barely keeping up with everything still. So obviously that feels bad. And I also was just, I was writing the newsletters like the day of, which I will admit it's a little bit impressive, but it also sucks and I would not recommend it. (laughs) It's not a good strategy because I was waking up at like five in the morning. (laughs) It's not good. Anyway, something had to change. And so I was like, okay, I either need to double down and make from Boise like a real business or I just need to shut it down and move on with my life. And um, I toyed with this for a while but like I, I always quickly came back to like, you can't stop. What are you talking about? Um, I mean, on one hand, it's just like I have put too much like work and effort and heart into it to just stop because it got hard. And on the other hand, it was like, I don't want to do that to the people that rely on it and read it and like it, you know? So obviously I chose to double down and make it a real thing. Promptly after I did that, like in my head, I was like, all right. I'm going to make this a business. I had this period of like being really sad (laughs) about that. Um, It was like mourning kind of. I know that that sounds super dramatic, but it's how I felt. Um, I felt like 
becoming a real business would like take away from this this thing that is from Boise, like somehow making it a business would dull it, like dull the creativity that fuels it. It would become too serious. You know, successful businesses have structure and they have like responsibilities and they make plans and they do those things for a reason. And then from Boise has always been this like scrappy, playful, free flowing (laughs) thing that I love. Like it makes it real and relatable. And it also is, I mean, honestly, it's like how I am. (laughs) I don't do a lot of planning. And so over several long walks and um, weekends in nature, I came to the realization that like I can do both. I can have both. I can create a business that can be successful, but it can still be scrappy. And I can, you know, make plans. And those plans could actually like give me more space to be creative and playful and try different things and like work on a whim if I want to. I realize that From Boise can still be fun and be taken seriously. It has taken me a while to come to this conclusion, but I have also realized that From Boise and myself need structure and that structure can actually like, well, obviously it can help it be less stressful, which is what I need it to be, but it can also really like help keep it soul. And so that is what I'm thinking about this year. Before I get to the 2024 things though, I have some 2023 highlights for you. So in May of 2023, I started this podcast, May 21st, was the first episode. And I'll be honest with you about why I started it. So one day I was giving my husband crap about not reading the newsletter and he's an arborist. Um, he drives around the Valley for a lot of the time. Also, if you're looking for some tree work done, call Boise to save a tree and he'll come give you an estimate. But anyways, he was like, I can't read and drive, but if you just like if it, if I could just listen to it, then I would listen to all of them. And I was like, wow, that's a really good idea. Not just because I want him to listen to it, but because I'm sure there's other people that feel the same. And also it's kind of like, I mean, I've already, I already have a story written, so why not just like record it and read it out loud? So obviously that is what I've done. Setting up the podcast was a little bit clunky, not not going to lie, but now it's going pretty well. I have this super simple home recording setup. And also I started working with Brett, who's at Eavesdrop Studios. He's our podcast editor. He's super easy to work with. Thanks for all you do, Brett. The podcast also gave me the opportunity to work with sponsors in a different medium, which has honestly been really fun. It's I have enjoyed it way more than I like. I didn't really think about that part of it. I you know, starting out was very like protective and selective about who would be sponsors on the podcast because it is me like sitting here reading it. It's just, it has to be something that I can like genuinely recommend or talk about. I just am not the type of person to sit here and read something that I don't care about or that I don't think is actually like valuable or useful. So I was just, I, I was just adamant that it had to, I, the sponsors on the podcast have to be something that can offer like real value to the people listening and that I can genuinely talk about. So um, I thought about this for a while and then I approached Visit Southwest Idaho with the idea to like share different, 
you know, kind of Boise day trips, road trip ideas. So now we do that. Um, Visit Southwest Idaho became our sponsor. And um, every Thursday episode, we share an out-of-town tip um, where we give you ideas for road trips and, you know, like weekends away, overnight trips that are close to Boise. Um, This has been so much fun. I love doing those. I hope that you like them too, because I love them. I kind of like have created my own small bucket list (laughs) from those things, but it's just been really rewarding. And I'm super grateful to visit Southwest Idaho that they took a chance on sponsoring a brand new podcast because I had like two episodes out when they said yes. So that's really awesome. In 2024, my goal is to create more of a flow around recording podcasts. I don't really have like a schedule or process for these and I should Um, I also want to work with more sponsors who are a really great fit. And I've also just been kind of like toying around with the idea of mini interviews or I don't know, just like other episodes that maybe like don't quite fit into the Tuesday or Thursday formats that I have going. So I don't know. I feel like there's something there and I'm open to kind of like testing some things out on here. Another highlight was in June of 2023, I attended Craft and Commerce, which is a conference here in Boise for creators. It's put on by ConvertKit, um, which is, you know, the software that from Boise's on. It's also um, Nathan, who who I started this with. It's his business. So that's how I got to the conference. But it changed my life. Like way, it was just, I don't know, it changed my life. I will admit that it was it, it's like highly relevant to what I'm doing with From Boise and where I'm at in the process, but it was just amazing. I was taking notes like a crazy lady for like three days straight. Um, I just had, I don't know, there's just so many good ideas, but really it gave me like this clarity around the business side of things. Like it showed me a path that where I could make this a real business without like it diminishing any of the things that are really important to me, which is like, you know, the things that we talk about and um, like being creative and free flowing and all these things. It also introduced me to a bunch of people, one of which it feels wrong to just call one out, but Bonnie Christine, specifically her podcast, it's called The Professional Creative. It has become my go-to for how to build a creative-based business and like not completely lose my mind (laughs) while I'm doing that. So Craft and Commerce is happening in Boise again in 2024. It's June 5th through the 8th, I think. I'm pretty sure it's June. Let me look. Yeah. June 5th through the 8th. It's here in Boise. Um, If you're curious about going, I'm happy to answer any questions. The ticket is a little bit spendy, but I don't know. For me, it was so worth it. Like I just, I can't recommend it enough. So, you know, depending on where you are at, with whatever project or business you have going on, um, it could be an amazing experience for you too. In July of 2023, I launched BFFs. Um, I had been thinking about like a idea of some sort of group for months and months and months, honestly, over a year. Then I just was like, I just got to do this. I just got to do it and put it out there and like see what happens and then refine it, Um, which is scary to do so. It's like just... I don't know. (laughs) It could totally fail. You know what I mean? But it didn't. There's over a hundred people that have become BFFs this year. And I am so grateful for all of them. Like, it's just really cool when 
people are just, I don't know, like willing to try something new with you. You know what I mean? Um, and support you in, in doing something like this. So in 2024, we're going to tweak some things with BFFs. We got a lot of really great feedback from BFFs and we're going to, yeah, we're going to make some tweaks and I'm just, it's going to become something that's really fun and fulfilling. Not that it isn't right now, but like there's lots of room to make it better and um, more like valuable and useful. And so I'm looking forward to working through that and sharing more about the next era of BFFs. Um, The biggest thing that happened in 2023 was I started working with a team. I learned (laughs) or kind of like came to the realization that I cannot and should not do this all by myself, which honestly was a hard pill for me to swallow because I think I can do everything by myself. I am a very independent person. I've also been like working, you know, as a solo freelancer for like five years and I like it. I like, I like it, but I realized that that way of being and thinking was actually holding me and it was holding from Boise back. It was limiting what could be accomplished and explored and done. There are things that other people can do better and faster than I can do them. There's these really magical moments that happen when you're working with other people. And honestly, like the highs and the lows are just better shared with other people. So I now have been working with two people on a regular basis, Gail and Isabel. Gail is amazing and she's quickly becoming my right hand gal. I hired Gail in April, I think, I don't know, in the spring to help me with social media. And she just like took it and developed this style that I absolutely love. The things she does, I don't even know that they're possible. I don't like social media. I, it's not my thing. I honestly could kind of, I used to care less if we even had it, but I was like, it's 2022, whatever we need to have it. But I just, it just wasn't really like important to me when Gail started working on it. She just like, I feel like she really, the way that she does things like really captures from Boise and like how I want from Boise to show up on social media. I want it to be different than the other things you see. And I just feel like she has done that and so much more. And it's been so great. My other favorite thing about working with Gail is her willingness to just do stuff. Like she is a yes person. She's always down to help. She's the type of person that's like, what else can I help with? Can you give me something else to help with? What else do you need help with? I'll do that. Do you need help with that? It's so amazing because I'm terrible at asking for help because I like to do everything by myself. So as I'm learning to ask for help, it's so amazing to work with somebody who's willing to help, you know, it's just so great. So over the last few months, Gail has also been helping me keep my email inbox organized, which is so great. And she's also going to start helping me put together the Thursday newsletters, which is an extremely time consuming thing that I do every week. And it's going to be so awesome to have some help there. You also might know Gail because she is a dedicated barista. She works at Push and Pour, um, but she has worked like in so many different coffee shops all around the Valley. She obviously loves coffee, but she's also just really passionate about the craft as well as the community around coffee. She actually used to run a small business called Kindred Coffee Cart. And so she has a special 
admiration for small and local businesses, which she says is part of why she loves working for From Boise. Gail is like insanely just talented. And she also dabbles in a lot of different things like graphic design, vintage reselling, creating silly content for herself, sewing custom clothing, and like so many other fun hobbies that you can think of. She's also an amazing singer. Sometimes I'm just like, what? Is there anything you can't do? But anyways, here's a little thought from Gail. I asked both Gail and Isabel to kind of send me a little thing about what they liked about working in from Boise. And this is what Gail says. She said, one thing about me is I love Boise. I love the people. I love the community. Working for from Boise keeps me connected with all that's going on. I get to watch small businesses flourish. I get to watch inspirational people impact the city, and I get to work with such cool people. I love getting to be creative and have my ideas listened to and used in such a fun way. Social media is such a big part of our lives now, and you have the power to leave a good impression, to do something good for those who see it, or to tear people down and cover all the bad that is going on around us. We at From Boise get to spread fun and joyful things, and it's so much more important than people realize. That's Gail. She's amazing. Um, Isabel is the other person that I've been working with on a, you know, like regular basis. Isabel is our like creative and design extraordinaire. I first contacted Isabel because I just wanted a new logo. I was just like the our, the logo that we had been using was something that Nathan made in like five seconds. And I was, it just didn't feel, I felt like we outgrew it. And I just wanted something a little bit more like funky, (laughs) honestly. And so I reached out to Isabel and that quickly became like a full on branding project, which then just kind of evolved into like working together on a regular basis on all these different things. So Isabel uh, drives Boise from Boise's look and feel. She keeps me on brand by saying things like, why, where did you even get that font? Why are you using that? Um, <laughs> and like, uh, yeah, these two colors don't go together. You use warm tones with warm tones and cool tones with, you know, you get it. She helps me a lot. She's also been helping with marketing the brand and she, which she will do more of in 2024, as well as helping me create just like really cool and fun content for our sponsors. Isabel's so creative, yet she's like very focused. And I just love that she's always down for new ideas and projects. And um, I can just really tell that from Boise like resonates with her and some of the, you know, projects that she has wanted to work on for a while. And it's just really cool to, you know, get to work with someone who like shares the passion for the thing you created. Um, Isabel's other jobs entail wearing many hats at Vision Kits Studio, including a corduroy hat that has Vision Kits logo on it. If you don't know, Vision Kit is a amazing, I don't even know how to describe all the things they do, but they're like photography, branding, uh, video studio in Garden City. That description's not doing them justice, but they're amazing. And Isabel does really great things there. Isabel also spends most of her time and money at Push and Pour because she's a coffee addict. And she considers herself a trader hoe, which she didn't think I would put in there when she sent me her little thing, but I think it's funny. So I did. And, you know, she loves to go get a bite to eat or drink at a local bar or restaurant. Here's a little thought from Isabel about From Boise. 
She said, I love my friend Boise gals. We're a tiny but mighty team of creatives and smarty pants that get shit done. It's so amazing to feel like we're building something incredible from the ground up that brings so much joy to our community. I also love that we're just not afraid to try new things and take on exciting new projects that will bring us success in the long term. Working with Gail and Isabel has like been the biggest game changer of this year. It's really scary to trust people and like bring people into your business, especially when it's something you created. Like from Boise is very (laughs) close to me. It's like my baby, you know? And so it's, it just takes a lot to like trust people with it, you know? Um, and just nobody's really going to care as much as you do when you're the person that created something. But when you work with people like this, who do really really truly care about it. It's just really special. And these two have just opened my eyes to what is possible when you work with caring and creative and entrepreneurial minded people. Um, We have some really cool stuff for this next year that I am excited to share. Uh, So also this last year, another thing that happened was I asked myself the question, what if I did not write every single newsletter? (laughs) Which like from Boise is my, it's me just in an email. Like the, the quote unquote brand voice is me. (laughs) Like, as you can tell, I just sit here and talk. That's just what it is. So because of that, it always makes me feel like I have to do the writing, you know? However, this keeps me on a never ending cycle of content production, because if I have to do all of it, then I just spend all my time writing everything. So I challenged that way of thinking this year and I feel really lucky to have had the chance to work with a couple local local writers, um, Julie Sarasqueta, Amanda Patchen, and Sharon Fisher. All three of those ladies share the love and passion for Boise and are amazing writers. I found their writing and perspectives to be really refreshing. It seemed like you guys really liked the stories too. And they also were able to like maintain the from Boise voice, which honestly just showed me that like the way that I was thinking about it, I have to write everything is not true, which was a good realization for me. So in 2024, I'm looking forward to kind of like, sorry, that was my cat falling off of something. Okay. I'm looking forward to testing the waters of what it means to be in more of like an editor role. So like working with other writers like Julie and Amanda and Sharon to, you know, have these stories that aren't written by me because I think that it's, I mean, it's cool to like share the platform with other people. Uh, Working with other writers also gives me more time to go deeper into the stories that I want and need to write. So I'm, I'm excited to, to have that, um, even though it makes me feel a little nervous, but it's, it's good. Um, All right. I'm going to kind of wrap this up. My mantra for 2024 is to do less better. So for me, that means like focus. I'm working on only the things of utmost importance and only the things that bring the most value. And I'm working on making those things be the best that they can possibly be. So that means being laser focused on the newsletter, the podcast, our sponsors, BFFs, and then kind of like behind the scenes, creating systems and structure. That also means saying like no or not right now 
to anything that does not support those five things. That is going to be extremely hard for me because I am not really a person that says no very often. I say yes to everything. And so that's going to be a challenge for me this year, but I think it will be good. Another thing with this (laughs) mantra means that I need to learn and practice delegation so that I can work on from Boise and not just in from Boise. Um, Nathan, my business partner in all this, he also has a newsletter and he sent a, a issue a couple months ago and he was talking about flywheels and, you know, like when you're working a lot, but you're not getting the results you want. And he had this line in there. It says, if your business stops working when you do, you don't have a business, you have a job. And that like, honestly, it kind of slapped me across the face. <laughs> and It was painful for me to read because I, if I stop working from Boise stops going. And so I am doing something next week that I've never done before. I'm taking a work retreat um, and I'm taking a week to make a plan for what's next so that if I stop working, even for like a day from Boise keeps going. I feel weirdly guilty going on a work retreat. (laughs) I don't know why. I feel like I'm playing hooky or something, but I'm also excited because I know that I need it and I know good things are going to come from it. Uh, Okay. The last thing that I want to say is thank you. From Boise would not be anything without you listening um, or reading my newsletter. I'm so grateful that you that you listen, that you tune into this, that you follow my newsletter, that you follow us on Instagram, any of those things. Writing is, it's what I'm meant to do here. And to have the opportunity to share that is very special and fulfilling to me. I also have really enjoyed reading my stuff. I didn't think I would, but I actually really like reading on the podcast. So I hope that you enjoy that too. But seriously, thank you for just showing up and Uh, If you've ever bought something from me, like buying merch or becoming a BFF or sponsoring a newsletter or podcast, thank you so much. Thank you for telling people to subscribe to this, but really just thanks for being along for the ride. There are many days in this last year that I was over it. I was just like done. I wanted to quit, honestly. And on those days, I would go, I have a folder on my Gmail That's where I keep every single message that anyone sends to me. And I would just go through and read them. And it just really like reminded me why I was doing this. And it reminded me that from Boise is like, it's not about me. It's much bigger than myself. And that these like little struggles that I get bogged down with are just little things. And that what's on the other side of that is so much bigger and better. It's like happiness and memories and, you know, being alive and living in Boise. And in so many ways, this little thing that from Boise is, is just getting started. So I would love to know what you, you know, what do you want to see? What do you want to hear about in from Boise in 2024? I have a little survey linked in the show notes. Um, it's totally anonymous. So be honest. I only want to create things that are like helpful for you and make your life in Boise better and more fulfilling. So let me know what you think because I'm going on a retreat next week. And so I would love to, you know, take your thoughts into consideration. 
Thank you so much for listening this past year and today, and it's going to be a fun year.